Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. This episode is for the solo cleaners out there. It's called the solo life, or really the so low life. But first, let's have a word from our episode sponsor. Do you feel like you're swimming in the endless work of your house cleaning business with little hope of the income and freedom you started for in the first place? It's called the Valley of Despair. Do you relate? I met Debbie Sardone several years ago and have personally observed several of my industry friends turn their businesses around and reach seven figures with Cleaning Business Fundamentals, CBF. Check out my interview with the CBF founder entitled, A Buffalo Charges the Storm with Debbie Sardone. Would you like to join the nearly 1,000 students and alumni of CBF? Debbie is offering free consultations to listeners of this show through the Smart Cleaning School resources page to see if CPF could be the right solution for you. And remember what Debbie always says, for your business to change, you have to change. I've been cleaning now for 17 years. I was a solo cleaner for 15 of those 17 years. As I was first exploring the cleaning groups in 2016, I got the impression that solo was viewed as so low. That's S-O-L-O-W, so low. We are just trunk slammers that buy our cleaning supplies at Walmart and advertise our services on the laundry mat tack board. We are amateurs without any real knowledge of how to run a business. In fact, we aren't even real businesses to start with. We have cleaning jobs, and yet we say that we own a real company. Have anyone ever heard that before? A solo cleaner is thus a lowly title to many. If this is you, you're not alone. There are over 50,000 new cleaning companies entering the industry each year right now. In all likelihood, probably 40,000 of those or 80% are new solo cleaners. There are definitely companies that start with the intention to build teams from the onset as well. And I know many of them. But my point is that we are an army and for the most part feel like we're alone and the minority. We really feel like we're below the other companies. We are so low cleaners. (laughs) Do you relate to this again? I know you do because I surveyed over 100 solo cleaners in 2019. I found the top struggles Back then, to be number one, lack of money and time and not knowing how to fix it. Number two, loneliness. Number three, feeling so low. This was tough for me too. I was a highly educated mechanical engineer from Pennsylvania State University and taking my master's degree at Georgia Tech while working full-time as a mechanical engineer and Edison Engineering Leadership Program guy at General Electric, one of the most 
admired companies in the world when I joined in the year 2000. I seemed to have it all from the outside, but I wasn't happy. I felt so low there. This caused mild depression and ultimately led us to start our first side gig business. Now, go back and listen to my story. I did this really well in the introduction episode of this podcast. You'll hear that I was very motivated as an engineer in the very beginning. And I loved the schooling and the pedigree and all the things I was after. But I lost that luster when I saw the inner belly of the beast of the corporate USA machine. And that's where I started feeling so low. The mild depression started coming in. The desire to do something different. Starting the side gig stuff. And a few years later, yup, I told the story before, I was fired from my engineering job and then I had to fight each day to put scraps on the table and drops in the gas tank to survive through this new job of cleaning houses for a profession that I was a part of. Seriously, it was embarrassing with the pedigree that I came from, to cleaning people's houses, their toilets. I felt so low. My friends from high school and college were buying houses, and we were nearly $200,000 in debt, and I could barely afford our rent. My friends were becoming managers in their companies, and I was cleaning toilets. I even ran into old work colleagues looking for house cleaners. It was embarrassing. I felt so low. Why would I go through this? Why would I sacrifice the prestige of the corporate life for the so low life? The answer is simple. I wanted freedom. If you're listening to this podcast and you feel like I did, you have a really good job by the world's standards. Your family is proud of you, just like my grandparents and parents would brag about their son and grandson working at GE in his big time job. But if you're also like me, with all the status and accomplishment, you feel trapped. You don't know what you want to do, but it's not what you're doing now. That was me. I never knew that I ever in a million years would end up in the cleaning industry. But I did. I went from an engineer to a solo house cleaner. There wasn't a lot of money in the solo house cleaning business in the beginning. I tried. I I definitely tried to go back into my engineering world using my degree and interviewed a couple times and massively failed because I was out of the job market for a couple years. I knew it was the end when I went in for this one interview at engineering company and my resume said all this amazing stuff about engineering and GE and then there's 2006 to 2007, Carfagno Cleaning. $30,000 in revenue, cleaning houses. They're looking at me like, what is this? I said, let me explain. (laughs) That didn't go well. So even though at that time my income was about half as much as my corporate job used to be, I did have something I didn't have before. Choices. My children were young and I didn't have to go to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, sit in traffic, go there five days a week, Bring my lunch pail with me and eat at a desk all by myself. Bring my laptop home at night and do more work at home. I didn't have to think about my job on nights and weekends. I didn't have to ask for time off. I called the shots. I made my own choices as to when I wanted to work and which jobs I wanted to take. I traded income and status for a small dose of freedom. 
Was it really so low? Not at all. As I started gaining more choices and freedom and income, I started feeling more hope and excitement on the potential of this solo business that wasn't so low anymore. I stopped caring what others in my family thought of what I was doing for income after nearly completing a master's degree in mechanical engineering. My solo journey moved upward as my ability to bring on new customers and my engineer's mind helped me analyze and optimize a solo cleaning business. In fact, I got so good at the process that my solo cleaning business started earning me more than my engineering job used to. After four years of struggle, the solo cleaning business started earning more in after-tax dollars than I earned as an engineer. That was a huge eye-opener for me. I stopped striving for more income or more hours or more customers. I changed my mindset to move from growing my income to growing my time. I wanted more time with my wife and children, and I had a business that could provide that for me. My solo journey took me to a level in New York where I was earning my engineering job income on two days per week without any employees. I had five-day weekends instead of two that I had in my engineering job. I was running a highly efficient business with systems and multiple circles in the organizational chart. Yes, I may have been every single name in those circles, like I was the CEO, the COO, the office manager, field manager, and all the technician jobs. Yes, I was everyone. But I was running a fully optimized solo cleaning business earning $60,000 per year profit on two days a week without the headache of those employees I mentioned. Does that sound so low to you? No, it doesn't. So if you're a solo cleaner struggling, I hope you really tune in to the message that I have for you today. I was actually earning more profit and working less in my cleaning business than thousands of businesses that are stuck in the valley of despair that Debbie Sardone, our episode sponsor, talks about all the time. It's phase two of the e-myth. It's called the dead zone. And I gave a link in my show to a former episode I did called Dead Zones and Sweet Spots. And that valley of despair is around $300,000 to $400,000 in revenue. I know businesses that I've coached where I made double the profit and worked one-third the time that a company with $450,000 of revenue was doing. They didn't know what to do with me when I was coaching them. And I said, you should just do what I do. You make more money and have more time with your family. And I also said, or you can get beyond the valley of despair and create a mature business that Debbie Sardone and Cleaning Business Fundamentals and so many other great coaches and programs teach cleaning owners how to create. Do you know, solo cleaners, that there are so many team growing cleaning companies that are struggling silently right now with the description I just said in this valley of despair? They are contemplating giving up quitting. They're just dealing with it. Month after month, they have nothing left at the end and they're angry because they have so much coming in and nothing to keep. Believe me, it's happening in the thousands. This is the point where I was when I started connecting in cleaning groups. It was 2016. I was crushing it as a solo cleaner after a decade of struggling and figuring stuff out. 
so many solos were struggling like I was and I had an answer. They would ask me for help as they saw my lifestyle as extremely exciting. They saw the freedom. And for the first time, solo cleaners saw a destination of having time and money without having to grow a team. I gave them a path that they could choose where they didn't have to hire. Granted, it wasn't big money and walk-away time, but my plan was offering way more freedom than the majority of corporate jobs. So I started coaching. I got invited on podcasts to tell my story. I didn't feel so low anymore. In fact, the top coaches in the industry looked at my numbers and recognized that I had absolutely created a real business as a solo. The opportunity came up to sell my solo cleaning business in 2018 and move back to our hometown. That solo cleaning business sold for $80,000. That's definitely not so low. Only a real business could sell for money like that. In 2018, our family moved from New York to the Philadelphia area where we are from. My solo journey allowed me to build another cleaning business with the same model. In 18 months, I was able to create a $70,000 income on two days per week cleaning without employees. I had done it again. This time, I shared my journey with you on this podcast. Go back and listen from the beginning if you've never heard the story. Here's the point. The solo life is not to be looked down upon. You are not less of a business person if you decide to stay solo unless you stay an unprofitable, all-week-long working solo. Did you hear me? I'll ask it again. You are not less of a business person if you decide to stay solo unless you stay an unprofitable all week long working solo. The solo life is a great career that can serve your family for decades and even provide your children with a trade and life skill they can always use and make money from. My two oldest kids have already learned the family business and the family trade. They may never do a business in cleaning, but they are trained and already know in their teenage years how to create a $60,000 per year business working by themselves. They can do that, no question. So lift up your head high and pursue this with all that you have. And at some point, You may want to scale your business from solo to a team and bust through that valley of despair. That's what I'm doing right now. In the episode, A New Freedom Vision, I shared that. It was time for my family to make that mental shift and to start building a team so we could have the next level of freedom that solo cleaning could not provide. But that's the choice that our family made. You can make that or you don't have to. Whatever it is that you want to pursue, you can absolutely go after that. And solo cleaning, if you use my ISO model course that I've developed, initialize, stabilize, optimize, you'll build the type of business that we had built twice. You can do this by listening to this podcast. You can reach out to me for free coaching through my website if you'd like to talk to me about something specifically. You can join my Solo Elite membership to work side by side with other solos that are working on optimizing and implementing the course 
and getting accountability and coaching alongside with me. You can do any of these options, but do something. Don't stay there struggling with no money, no time, dealing with depression, dealing with loneliness, feeling so low. Dig yourself out and become a solo optimizer like I did. Thank you so much, everyone, especially all the solo cleaners that listened to this episode. I hope that was encouraging to you. If you're looking to go beyond solo cleaning and scale, well, how do I do that? You mentioned this Debbie Sardone person a few times. So she's our show sponsor. And I would encourage you to check out the interview I did with Debbie, the CBF founder. It's entitled A Buffalo Charges the Storm. It's linked in the show notes. Debbie is offering free consultations to listeners of the show through the Smart Cleaning School resources page at Smart cleaningschool.com forward slash resources to see if CBF could be the right solution for you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.